This is CliffCentral.com. You have to have more black people in the agency. We tend to apologize for this or be a bit apologetic about how we say it. And, and it's 22 years down the line. So, fuck that. G-Man, the ad man. Fuck that. <laughs> Want to hear more? Get the podcast on CliffCentral.com. If you're in a South African advertising agency, your third bottom line has undeniably got to be the development of black talents and the transformation of your agency. Maybe we're spending a little bit too much money on awards and not enough money on transformation. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on clipcentral.com. Advertising people are some of the smartest, most creative, wisest people I know. Like truly. Money is a recreatable asset. Time isn't. Boom. Time isn't. Isn't. With GGG Man, the ad man. Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. Shots fired. South African clients aren't brave enough. Boom. South African clients aren't bra- brave enough. With GGG Man, the ad man. Is this the Donovan Goliath who looks like Nina Hasty? Huh? Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. What's up? It's your boy G-Man, the ad man, and we're back at it. It's been another amazing week of advertising. Well, it's been a week of advertising. Uh, I feel like sometimes, you know, we just kind of overstate the fact by saying it's been another amazing week of advertising. Maybe it's just been a week of advertising. But a lot of amazing shit has gone down, though. There has been a whole lot of stuff that's gone down uh, in, in, in the ad game. Some good, some interesting, some peculiar shit. Uh, but at the same time, some shit has gone down. But uh, but welcome to it. Welcome to it. How's your week been? Hmm? How, have, how have those briefs been uh, uh, on your desk? You know, how those things and squeeze bags coming? You know, you, I, you know, I love those things and squeeze bags. So you shout out to those things and squeeze bags, uh, out there, the, the priests that are sitting on the table that, uh, that, that we know are, are, are the, are the, are the beginning points of the bigger priests. You know? So, so just hold on. Hold on. Do, do those things and squeeze bags because the bigger briefs are coming. They are on the way. Uh, just hold on. And, and if you did have a bigger brief and you are now holding a things and squeeze bags, you know what you did. You know what you did so that you're sitting with things and squeeze bags right now. So yeah, it's your boy, G-Man the Adman. Uh, and, um, I mean, if you follow me on, on, on social media, you, you know that I, I have some guests with me in the studio today, but they kind of switched things up on me a little bit. You know what I mean? They, they told me one thing and then, you know, they think something slightly different, but it's okay. You know, we forgive it. I, I'm a forgiver. That's what I do as a, as a, as a people. Uh, but it's cool. We'll get them to, we'll get them to explain themselves later. Uh, but they're in the studio and, uh, I'm, I'm going to do like I do every week where I'm going to introduce them. And then we're going to talk about some of the stuff that's gone down. But before, like, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, South Africa, South Africa sometimes, you guys, between them and July, uh, and babes, uh, and, and, you know, guys, and, and I have a, I have a very strange relationship with that whole, with that whole AIT thing that goes down there. Like, like, I feel like, you know, this show is about branding and advertising. And, and I think that, that, that is, that is branding and advertising on another level, right? So, so the brand of this place, this place, AIT in Durban, didn't necessarily need an ad campaign. They didn't need for us to do things and squeeze backs for them. They didn't need us to have a radio ads for them. They literally just showed us photos and images of what happens AIT. And if you've ever, if you've never been there, every time you go to Durban, your mind goes, I wonder whether we're going to have time to go to AIT. And one of the things is, uh, is this lady, uh, this lady called, uh, Zoto Avant. Oh, guys, I mean, I mean, do yourself a favor, go to YouTube. Uh, uh, look, look for, look for some of the images. First of all, the images that, um, um, 
people have posted of people going on, walking into Eatini and how amazing that looks. And then, and then check out the videos of Zoto. Like I'm talking about, I'm talking about 2017, yo. Anyway, before, before I get carried away, uh, uh, before, before the show started, that was, um, that was, uh, Stogie T, uh, MT, uh, and, and another rapper that I can't remember right now. Uh, and, uh, and, and that track was, and a, a, yeah, and, and who? And AKA, that was not AKA, AKA is not in that song. You know, Palisa, Palisa is feeding me the wrong information. It's not AKA, it's MT, it's Togi T. And if you, if you know who else is on the track, guys, please hit me up. You know, I'm at Blacksum, it's at B-L-A-X-E-M on Twitter, or at CliffCentral.com on Twitter. Hit me up. Uh, and let's have a conversation about well, and, and give me the right information because Barry starts feeding me the wrong stuff. But huge shout out to the technical, the technical producer on this show, uh, t- the technical producer on this show, Palisa, uh, for feeding me the wrong information. But but one of my guests is just giving me the information. It's younger. Yes, thank you. Uh, in fact, let me let me introduce the guys. Let me introduce the guys. Let me stop this this this, this uh, cryptic shit uh, that we're on right now. So, guys, now one of the guys that's here in the studio has been here before. He's a friend of the show. Uh, he has been. <laughs> he's a friend of the show. He has been here before, uh, uh, but but you know that day he also didn't say much. You know, you know, cause the nerves, guys. You guys think this place is easy? The place is not easy. It's not easy in the booth. Uh, so I think the the nerves, the nerves got the better of him that day. But he's here today, and he promises to be saying a bit more. Um, uh, so in the studio with me today, uh, they're going to be telling us about about their new venture and what they what they're up to right now. Uh, but in the studio with me right now uh, is Mister Mister Portola. What's up? What's going on, Po? Hey guys, how you doing? What's going on? Are you good? I'm very good. Good to be back. Yeah. And good to be without Mr. Munareng Makweta. So I'll be doing a lot of the talking. <laughs> you shout out Munareng. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Munareng. Yeah. You have left these guys here to come and to come fend for themselves. So that's, that's really cool. But, but sitting right next to him is a guy that a lot of you might have encountered in, in this Ed game as well. You know, uh, or, or in other games as well. You know, Samuel is one of those people, guys. Like, you know, like, you, 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 you've seen him in many guises, many, many guises. But, uh, but in this case, he comes through in his, in, in his capacity as a producer, uh, at, at this, at this amazing new, new place that they're going to tell us about. But, uh, but yes, with me, with me in this too as well is, uh, the, the, the great Mr. Samuel Lumatang was cut, eh? What's going on? Hold on. I'm gonna have to turn you on first. What's going on? What's going on? Good. How are you? How's I'm, everyone? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to have you guys in the stool, man. You. Are you guys cold? Hey, you know, guys, the, the aircon, as kids. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, good to have you guys in the stool, man. What's, what's, what's going on? What, what have you guys been up to? We're good. Um, yeah, we just set up. I need you to come closer to the mic there, sir. We just set up the Rude Boy Collective. So that's pretty much what we've been up to. Yeah. Uh, making things work there. Yeah. Uh, getting going. Yeah. So, film yeah. and content production house. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what's keeping us busy right now. Okay. Let's talk. What we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to delve into that. We're going to get deeper into that. So don't worry about it. Don't think that that's all you're getting away with, Sabelo, today, because there's a lot of talking you're going to be doing. But what, what, what I do want to do, though, is I want to chat about, you know, some of the stuff that's been happening in the game in the past week or so. Um, and, and some of the developments that have happened. You know, like I said, this show is about, it's about advertising and branding, but I think it's also, it's more, it's about, it's about the bigger picture of everything that we do, right? Now, one of the things that happened that really, really disturbed me in the past week or so was, was that whole story with, with Mr. Peter Bruce, right? Mr. Peter Bruce, the editor of, <laughs> for shaking his head, he doesn't know who Peter Bruce is. <laughs> so let me, let me school you, Paul, right? So Peter Bruce is, um, he's uh, the editor of the Business Day, I think, or the former editor of the Business Day, but he works with, 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 with the Times, I think, right? So what happened is the guys from, uh, Black Land Fest, Black Fest, Land Fest, uh, have been picketing outside this guy's house and have been, have, have essentially been, been calling out the fact that they're saying that he is one of the people that are all about this white monopoly capital narrative and all that, all the other. Bottom line, I don't care what the issues are, right? Bottom line, these people don't agree with what this cat is about. 
They went to his house. They picketed outside of his house, and I think that's bullshit. Because because if people are going to start getting at people's freedoms from a, from a creative perspective or from or from from a narrative perspective, if they're starting with the journalists, they're going to come for us eventually. One day you're going to. I feel I think that we're going to we're going to make ads or we're going to make productions that people are going to come for us and they're going to think that they can stand and pick it outside our doors and say, hey, "My man, I don't know if you if you should have made an ad with black people are not dancing." And 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 I and I feel like that's bullshit. Uh, but I want I want to get what your feeling is about that. Is, is it still? Is is there like a line a line when it comes to freedom of expression, uh, which is essentially the business that we're all in, right? Is there a line when it comes to freedom of expression, or are these guys like rights to go and pick it outside this man's house? No, definitely, no one has rights to go pick it out, uh, outside a man's house, especially yeah. his private home. I mean, this is what he do he does on a daily day to day basis. Yeah, he's a journalist. He's made a career out of it, and he's providing news. And and unfortunately, news affects. Everyone, yeah, uh, at different levels, and here we're dealing with a lot of people, yeah, a lot of money, a lot of uh, state pillaging, yeah, a lot of lies, <laughs> a lot of other funny things. So, <laughs> hey, it's going to cause a, a bit of controversy. But yeah. the reality is that it's completely unfair and unwarranted for them to go out to yeah. outside his house and pick it. I mean, they're exposing him to other things and other criminal yeah. elements besides exactly. themselves. You absolutely, know? Yeah. absolutely, yeah. Well, I've just Googled who Peter Bruce is. Yeah. Quite helpful, Google. Um, no, so the picketing thing doesn't make any sense in terms of that level when you come to reporting, right? Yeah. But I do think that people need to be called out when they make crap ads and we need to go picket outside the houses and tell them, stop having black people dancing. Damn it. You know, I know it happens on social media, but we must escalate this thing. Call them out. It's about time now. We can't anymore. It's 2017. Oh, guys, you heard it first. You heard it first. The G-Man, the ad man. I mean, I can't believe we started this with a really, really important issue. And Paul went straight to it. He went straight to the jugular. We must start picketing outside of... <laughs> and not, not Grotto Chive. So yeah. <laughs> I see what's wrong, guys. Picketing outside of the production... Picketing outside of the, the creative's house, the client's house, or the production house's house. It's got to be a, a collective a, picket. A, a 360 turnkey solution, as they say. It must be the agency. It must be the production company. Obviously, we've got to pay bills. You know, I was having a that's chat right, that's right. with um, Anthony Pila, one of our directors. Yeah, shout out Anthony Pila, one of the men who was supposed to be here. But uh, yeah, shout out Anthony Pila. Yeah, what's up? So anyway, um, we're just discussing, you know, the complexities of black tax and whatever else. Yeah. And I was saying there comes a time when you've got to go. Bullshit stops now yeah. And I refuse to do this And I won't go any further That's right Because if you're going to get paid To make crap Then you are You may as well go work at Summit right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Might as well Might day. as well yeah. so, Which sometimes advertising feels like it, Sometimes it feels like we're at Summit 90% of the time it is Summit <laughs> <laughs> You just come with the proper protection And you're okay But uh, There's going to come a time When you go No enough is enough yeah. And you got to you know, we got to call people out. And I see there's a couple of uh, vocal activists on social media. Yeah. Shout out to Kamakhalo Sasing. Shout out, shout out to Kamakhalo Sasing. What's up, Tim? What's going on, boy? Uh, yeah, I think more calling out, uh, the work gets better. Uh, yeah. We've all made questionable work, but it's 2017, we're I, in 2018. I agree completely. I agree thoroughly. And you know what? That actually leads me to a thing where, <laughs> and you know, like, funny we should talk about this stuff because I saw another ad now, right? Like this past week or so, like in the last two days. And uh, and it's for a brand. I mean, I, I don't know if I can want to mention it now. What the brand is, but but I, I think that us having started to call out this whole thing about about blacks dancing in ads, right, has freaked people out, and has literally painted people into a corner now. Now people don't know what to do. You know what I mean? So this advert, uh, it's for it's for chips. I can say it's for chips, right? Mm-hmm. But in this advert, I, I want to know, like, have we have we got like clients, agencies, and production houses? 
right? Stumped. Now that we've, we've spotted this whole cop out ne, of the dancing, like I literally watched the, 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 the people in this ad ne, wanting to dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's obviously like they did the treatment and, and everything, and then they said, okay, cool. And then, and then like every time like they take a bite of the chips and then like they dance and then like, because the chips do that to you, right? And then they did everything in this production is about dancing, except there's no dancing. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you get, you look at this production and you're like, they were supposed to dance here, they were supposed to dance there, right? And they, they, I think they get away with putting one guy. There's one guy who shakes his toes. Oh, I mean, I can't get away with a whole advert without a dance. I mean, get out of here. But and I'd like to hear from you guys. Do, do you think that we have we have placed now agencies, uh, production houses, and and clients? Have we placed them in a difficult position now that we've we've called out this dancing thing? Have we? Yes, we have. Yeah, <laughs> and and rightfully so. I or Twala will carry on from here. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think the last time I didn't speak is because Munarin feels that I'm quite militant. So yeah. anyway, Look, get into it. Get um, into it. So Munarin, thanks for not showing up I, today because you can get some p- opinion out of this I, man. I, I really doubt that uh, agencies and clients are being painted into any corner. Yeah. I, I don't think they take us seriously. I follow yeah. comments on social media and I see people always trying to justify why yeah. what is what. Maybe they had the dancing yeah. in the offline edit, yeah. and, and then someone the big client in. came in and said there'll be none of that. So just as you saw, because what is it? He eats the chips, yeah. and then he gets this look, yeah. and then his primal nature takes over, That's and right. he just wants to shake himself, That's you know, just right. to express how happy he is. Yeah. And then at that moment, as he dances, the client went cut that out. Yeah. Exactly. He won't have any dancing, yeah. but his eyes dance. So, so it's like this whole advert of pre-dance. Yes. Yeah. So they are dancing in their hearts and in their minds, but we cannot have. Them gyrate and the guy who shakes his torso is like, Okay, we got it out, we're good. So, we've kind of fed the one animal and we've taken care of the dissidents that are complaining. On, but I can't believe we're still dealing with this thing, guys. But, but obviously, obviously, we're we're making progress. I guess I can make progress because I think we've told people, and now I'm I'm wondering whether, like you said, to your point, had they shot this thing before and then you know, like they shot it pre pre revolution over. And then they went to the edit afterwards, you know what I mean? And they said, yeah, but guys, there have been developments. It's like, Alzheimer's has come on, and now we've got this fucking problem uh, where these black people telling us that we can't jive. I mean, jiving is fine. I see them jive at the fucking staff party all the fucking time. Ayatini. Yeah, at the and, and they've got... <laughs> and also, generally, I mean, dancing is a natural reflex. Yeah, for, yeah. For, exa- black, for blacks. Like, let, yeah, yeah, let's not, yeah. like, even any style. It's uh, just, it's one of those yeah. bamba. Yeah. You know? But so, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing because, I mean, the, you can recognize that as a natural reflex of, of, de- of black people. But not talking. You know what I mean? Conversation is also a natural reflex of, of oh black no. people. Uh, Why uh, have black people talking? Yeah, oh, because <laughs> or showing emotion. Or showing emotion. That's also that's also a natural reflex. Love but you. we don't go to that, you know? Because because chips must make you feel like that. Chips can't be a thing that you eat while you have a conversation. <laughs> no, you must eat a chip and you want your best sleep, Papa. What do you want, can't a lot of our minds can, maybe you know sometimes maybe we're those clever blacks that people keep talking about. You know how People say, you know, there's like black, black people of Joburg, like that, that nice lady who was caught on camera, uh, the one time saying the blacks of Joburg are not like the blacks of Deben. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, our problem is that we are the blacks of Joburg. You know, our problem, the problem is that your chips are Mazimba. Yeah. Everyone else enjoys chips. I'm a chip. Maybe that's our biggest problem. We're, we're being blacks of Joburg. We don't understand that everybody else does want to chive. But I doubt it. I highly, highly doubt it. So, look. I actually want to congratulate the people who worked on this on this Mazimba advert because it feels like it feels like we're making strides. We're making we're making taking big strides towards towards a place where where uh, black people don't necessarily have to chime. And it's become that awkward in the edit room. I like that it's become that, that awkward in the edit suite. You guys are sitting there going, "Yo, Dave, is that the right thing?" Eh? Uh, because because then and, and you know what's 
what's also what's also amazing, what I've learned about some of the, the dancing adverts is that there are obviously also black people who are involved in the making of the dancing adverts. And now I'm glad that 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 guy has less pressure on him as well because people are obviously looking at him in the edit suite and say, <laughs> uh, but. Tabo, yeah. What's the new dance? Yeah, what's, what's the dance? You know what I mean? Now, now he's under less pressure, and now he doesn't have to feel. He doesn't feel like he has to, you know, make everyone feel good in the in the in the edit suite because of this jiving. So, guys, uh, the battle is, is being fought on a lot of fronts. Thank you, uh, and keep fighting the fight out there, guys. We will win. Uh, uh, not yet, Uhuru, as the song says. Anyway, yeah, that's one thing. Let's move. Let's move on from that thing because it's a bit. It's a bit crazy. So here's the thing, right? Um, those guys, I mean, let's, let's go back to that polit- politics thing a little bit more. Pell Potinga, right? <laughs> so, so I get this about advertising and branding and, and PR is a part of advertising and branding, right? So Pell Potinga are these guys who essentially, <coughs> essentially went, sent in a boardroom and orchestrated a kind of the, the divide of a, of a country, right? So they kind of said, okay, guys, we're going to introduce these words, white monopoly capital, we're going to, right? And they essentially started to feed from a PR perspective how a whole country works. Right, so they're gonna say we, we're gonna we're gonna di- direct the narrative of an entire country from a PR perspective. Now, here's what my question for you guys: Do you guys think that in SA we're not using PR companies, uh, or are we, do you think we're using PR companies to their full potential? Because maybe we just get them to send us press releases. You know what I mean? We get PR companies to tell us about the launch of of the new yogurt, right? But but PR companies out there are running countries, right? Is it that, or or do we think that PR companies are running more than we know? Do you think that PR companies are already running things like our country and, and, and big and big things, but we were never we never actually thought about that before? I, I don't think they are running our country or you know informing us in any other way to change societal but you behaviors. Know, but we can't say that but, until someone found out that Bell Pottinga was up sure, to this shit. Sure, Bell Pottinga, yeah, they met the brief. Yeah, those guys. But that's what I'm they saying. They met the brief, and it, how they met the brief, they went beyond the. Yeah. the they reached the objective. You must remember that they they service the client. So let's yeah. look at it from another perspective, where they have a client who says, "This is what we need to do," or we're trying to communicate certain things. Obviously, yeah. the client seems to have been uh, defending themselves for yeah, whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. But when you look at it from a brief perspective and a PR perspective, a company perspective, but Bell Pottinger has met their brief, the brief. a no, no, thousand. No. Times four. They want a, no. a goal that can, right? <laughs> <laughs> they got the Grand Prix. The Grand Prix. It's like that thing. And the Grand Prix goes to Bell Pottinger. <laughs> That's it. And the client obviously walks on stage with them and they shoot yeah. and they yeah. put their hands but, on and, and you know what's, what's the best thing about all of this? Is that Bell Pottinger represents the defendant, if yeah. you call it that way. The yeah. other guides, right? The sexual guides. Yeah. And it also represents uh, the, 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 you know, the, the, the concept that they yeah. have created, which is white monopoly capital yeah. is based in Stellenbosch. Yeah. They were clients to those two, those guys too. Exactly. So now you imagine you've got some amazing two, two powerhouses. Yeah. Fighting for something. <laughs> and you know, the country is, is, is in between. So yeah. now we are the balloon. You know, you know, <laughs> wait, man. You know, you know which part I'm interested in. Do you imagine, can you imagine what the entry video, you know, for Pell Potinga, like they're entering to Cannes next year? Cause, uh, cause if I was there, I'd enter it. You know, if, if I was Pell Potinga, then, right, in entering these things for the Project South Africa, uh, and how we fuck them off, right? You know, uh, as, as all the videos go that you've seen, you know, uh, our brief, <laughs> or, or the problem. This country was running a bit too well. My friends were making too much money. You know what I mean? And what we did for the client is this and this and this and this. And, and as an entry, yeah, because of what it's caused and all that, the, I think the only place the entry would fall down is that they got caught. You know what I mean? Then it's like, ah, PR company, you actually fucked out. These guys got caught. But if they pull this thing through, I mean, there's a can entry waiting to happen. 
I think they already have one. Yeah. Let's, let, yeah, don't deny that. They already have one. You can just go for it. Do the case study. It's, it's effective. I mean, if you look at, you know, you say the term white monopoly capital was yeah. created by them. Okay, yeah. Fantastic. I think it, it already exists. It's just that someone, yeah, someone called it out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when you think about it, it's like, well. That's insane. They're though. done. They've won. Yeah. They, they, they news for the past six months or so has literally yeah. every day had to do with White monopoly capital, sex and wealth. Yeah. So, so brief met, brief met. Yeah. But also the idea is, as an agency, right? If you deliver and you win awards, you get more work. So the last six months has been bell potting, right? Yeah. So how many more briefs have they got? This is right. This is absolutely right. For them, they're just winning. Yeah. They over deliver. I mean, I'm sure they can do some briefs from from a jail cell as well. If you can, if you can put, if you can put a MacBook. You know, during that guy's one hour break, uh, MacBook Air. yeah, MacBook Air in, in the, in the one hour out of 24 that he's let outside, then he can answer, answer some briefs. Because, because, because you're absolutely right. If, if we're honest with ourselves, they got a brief and they met it, mm. right? Mm. But I want to go back to the question that how, 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 how much do we think PR companies are doing? Cause, cause I'm convinced after all this happened, I'm like, no guys, I'm convinced there are other things that we have thought has just happened to us, happened upon us. I mean, maybe that water situation in Cape Town is a PR issue. But I mean, <laughs> Cape Town, we are with you. I'm, not I'm, a joke. I'm with you, Cape Town. I'm not making a joke. I, I, I'm with you, uh, Cape Town. But I'm, I, I'm also not I'm ruling out the fact that it could just be PR. That, that, you know, you know, I mean, I've been complaining about Cape Town for a while. And maybe this water thing is how we take sympathy. But, uh, but I'm just saying that's, someone, that's someone true. Someone just put a stopper. Yeah. <laughs> At the, at, the, at the guys, tank guys, there They're calling us Not Africa the, right Yeah Because you think about it That's that like That's a proper PR response to it right People are saying That Cape Town Doesn't feel like South Africa mm. Right And maybe what we should do Is we should show people How we are also capable Of suffering Right mm. Of so, not having Of not having and, and the humility That comes with not having Right So let's put a stop bah, you know? mm. Tell people That I mean how, how has this Never happened before Tell people There's no water Right, and we're gonna restrictions, restrictions, restrictions. Right, people are gonna come uh, feel like this place is just like Limpopo, and then we bring the water back, bah! and then the PR is back. Uh, we, we fix the fact that Helen Zilla told these people that that uh, that colonization was not a problem. How how is that? How is that? How could that not be a PR solve? So where are they getting the water now, Grant? Uh, no, just, they've got two minutes of water a day. Yeah, they've got two minutes of two water minutes. every day. Yeah, and and some people only water their lawn uh, Monday, Wednesday, and, and Friday, and Friday. So Others only get Tuesday. 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 The city's plan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because Helen Zilla said that, so that got uh, colonialism was because right. The DA makes it work. We've got Mashawa here. Is he going to do the same part? <laughs> no, we've got lots of money. <laughs> no, guys. <laughs> okay, let's move on from this thing. Guys, think, please, yeah, please, Cape please. Town is a bit of a touchy let's, subject. Yeah, let's leave Cape Town alone. Cape Town, we love you. You know, I love you, Cape Town. Uh, but I'm also, I mean, since Bell Pottinger, I trust nothing. I trust no news since I've heard about Bell Pottinger. Everything can be constructed to be a thing. So, so I'm with you. Anyway, let's move on. Hey, you guys. Um, <laughs> is is our industry not also PR'd in a manner where it seems like it's working the way it's supposed to? Mm-hmm. And there's this awesome thing. You know, I asked a question earlier on about transformation. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, so let's talk about this transformation. transformation. Yeah. And then obviously let's talk about the PR. We in advertising, right? Let's yeah, talk yeah. about the PR that they put towards this the, the transformation. transformation. And then they talk about these 16 percentages here. And then you get a... Another percentage here, yeah. you get whatever. So, isn't <laughs> yeah, PR yeah. working on a daily basis? But that's it. But that's it. transform, guys. Now I'm telling you, I feel like PR, ne, ne, during the day, it's Bruce Wayne. It sits here with us, you know, and, and the people are like, no, it's cool. And then at night, they go out there being Batman, changing the world. They change the world at night when we're sleeping, and then they come out and they hang out with us amongst, amongst, amongst <laughs> mere mortals, like Bruce Wayne. And they're like, ah, guys, you know what? This is changing though, because he knows, because he's changing it at night. 
You know what I mean? So, so I'm actually, I'm actually looking to get some PR people into the studio sometime soon. Uh, I've got one or two contacts that I think I should get into the studio because I'm really, really interested in this little thing in how PR is running more things than we think. Cause it's, it's, it's shit like, like, uh, reputation management, yeah. right? When somebody has just fucked up, they say, what can we do for you in order for your reputation to be repaired? All PR. And they lobby also. Yeah, exactly. So they can manipulate situations. Yeah, so they kissing can babies. It's exactly things. that, yeah. right? It's exactly that. Yeah. Anyway, we're on to PR, uh, but we will get some of your guys here in the studio sometime soon to chat about it. It's your boy, G-Man the Adman. I'm still hanging out with uh, some of the guys from the Root Boy Collective. Hit me up at, at Blacksim. It's at B-L-A-X-E-M or at CliffCentral.com with your comments about anything that the guys have said. It's all... You know, Munari not being here, guys. It's fantastic. There's no filter. Uh, so <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on uh, on WhatsApp as well on 079-748-2090. That's 079-748-2090. And let's and let and then give me give me your opinion about this stuff. But we're gonna we're gonna get into into a whole bunch of things. So here's another thing now, guys. That's happened, right? And I didn't speak about it last week because you know it was still kind of developing. So let me let me let me paint this picture for you. So Alan Gray, right? Mm. They used to be with uh, they used to be with King James in Cape Town. Right, so they go to King James in Cape Town. It's nice, it's fun. They make all those black and white adverts that win everything every year. It's nice, right? So after that, uh, Sandlam or Santam, one of the two, I can't remember which one it is, uh, appoints King James as the agency. So, <coughs> sorry. So first of all, these guys go and pitch while they had this piece of business, or something like that. So King James then relinquishes the account. He goes to Ogilvy, and uh, and and Ogilvy takes the piece of business, and then and then fine, it's it's okay. They have it for they have it for a couple of years and whatever. And then, how? They announced, well, my last week or two weeks back, that they are now at King James, Chobek. Hmm. So, they were at King James, Cape Town, took what the streets call the scenic route by going to, going to Ogilvy for a little bit, right? Pretended there, had a rebound relationship of pretending, and then went to King. So now, now they literally are in the same building, right? Where they could have literally just done that. I mean, I mean, am I overreacting? Am I overreacting? Am I, am I, am I saying that there's a, there's a like, uh, hiding in plain sight game that we're all watching, or or or, or is this fine? Do, do do we think that this is okay? Look, I think you are overreacting. Okay, yeah. okay, fine. That's it's, cool. Fair enough. It's been happening since you started in advertising. It's yeah. been happening since I don't know twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like nothing really has changed in how things are done. Yeah, clients and accounts move around. And, yeah, and you 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 can see that. I mean, Boom. After the longest time, you had an account, a client who had an account for nineteen years. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like when you look at that from 1994, 19 years. Yeah, one account. You know what I mean. Yeah. So when you start thinking about it. That account could have done the same thing. Yeah. You know, it goes there. You pretend that it's going there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. A couple of years ago, there's a bit of a juggle around the, yeah. the, yeah. Tele- yeah. the telecom yeah. account. Yeah. You know, it was like on oh, Donna take oh. care. Donna take care. Ring when you need him. Oh. <laughs> okay. Shots fired. Back to my number. <laughs> Oh, guys. Oh, okay. oh, I love it. I love it completely. But I'll play devil's advocate. Maybe yeah. sometimes you think the grass is green on the other side. That's right. You go, you check, and then you're like, no. Yeah, yeah these guys, maybe, yeah. maybe these guys are And then you, you come back. But also, okay, at the cool, same I'll time, take that. I'll take that as well. But at the same time, to further push the initiative of, I always come back to it, maybe you're not transformed enough. Yeah. So you need a two-year break, and your yeah. client goes, okay, cool, fine. In those two my, years, please yeah, change my, your things. My board members are complaining. Where are yeah. the blacks? Okay, cool. Give us two years. We'll find the blacks. You get them once you have them, then you bring the business back. Ah, so, hey. at the end of the day, it's uh, some more PR, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, some more, wool more thrown over your eyes. The proverbial wool, eh? yeah, of course. 
and the scenic route is always nice, you know. We all take the scenic route sometimes. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's not like they're the first people to do it. <laughs> it's just that. You know, maybe they have bell potting on their books maybe, as well. Maybe. So anyway, well, well, good luck, guys. Good luck and congratulations, I guess, uh, are due. Um, but yeah, hey, these are trying times. These are trying times. Uh, yeah, but uh, damn, the, the, the news, the news go really, really well, and the time seems to fly when uh, when you've got Monaring and, uh, and 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 Sabelo in the studio. I mean, sorry, when you've got points and, and Sabelo in the studio, because you know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so another thing that's also happened. So uh, I saw this thing, and it says uh, Devonaires enjoys top spot in the consumer satisfaction index. Right. So yeah, it's too long. So consumer satisfaction index, right? It means how much how much people love you, right? So how much people are satisfied with your product when they walk away, right? So after or when they come to your when they come to your shop, they take the product and they go home, or when they sit in your in your shop, how satisfied they are. But I mean, we also don't know which other spots uh, they they uh, they went and looked into <laughs> when we talk about consumer satisfaction. I mean, you spoke about summit earlier, but let's not get into that. So. Devonaires is number one in this list, uh, with the, with 85 points. Second to that was Nando's, uh, 83.8. Third was Apple, uh, which is very interesting. I know, Apple computers, like, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, and then McDonald's and then Capitec. So, so it's essentially not necessarily just about satisfaction of food. Well, well that's what I'm saying. I don't know what the criteria was because I then they should have. I think Apple just pulled an Ellen Cray there. They should have got it. <laughs> so, so it's amazing that, you know, like a pizza place, you know, essentially when it comes to consumer satisfaction, uh, kind of, it beats out like Nando's and Apple, McDonald's, and even a bank, you know, and Capitec has been voted like the, one of the best banks in the world or something like that. And, and it's very interesting that Debonese, so I mean, huge shout out to the guys, uh, at, at, at you know, I mean, I think that, you know, those are some of those places that don't get enough, enough credit, you know, as Neverplex, you want to go to Andichos and, I'm mean, no, sorry, to, to the other places, mm. uh, and because you feel like that's a better pizza, but the whole country feels, obviously feels a different way. Food doesn't discriminate. Exactly, exactly. But, um, but it, it's amazing that that, that list, Comprises of food places, and in the first two places, and then and then like a computer place, you hmm. know what I mean? And shouldn't that be like a place where like you know customer satisfaction? Like what what happens to places like like Bo Pick and Pay? Or what, like like those places that that people always like like people that, that <laughs> no hold on that we interact with like more frequently, yeah. right? How how is it that we feel that the, the the satisfaction thing is not coming through in like the more day to day stuff that more people are engaging with? Like people complain about Nando's prices all the time. Uh, people know that Apple is, is expensive. You know, like we're not talking about things that are in people's hands. Mm. And do you think that, that that those things are are relatable? Like the more I'm paying for a product, the more satisfied I'll be. For, you know what I mean? Do you think those those things are related? I think Debonair's proves the point that no, because yeah. Debonair's is not it's not no. premium premium. Um, yeah. But you know something that Sabelo always says whenever we're pitching on a job is. Uh, don't think about what's going to win your can. Think about yeah. what the market wants. That's right. And I think there are millions of people who want Borovos on the crust of their pizza. I mean, who've always wanted it. <laughs> or have wanted a quadruple decker pizza yeah, that we've never thought filled. of. She's filled, whatever. So, yeah. you know, they listen to the demand and then yeah. they make it happen. So, you know, on that, on that level, one, it's listening to your consumer. Two, is obviously having a decent price so the consumer can yeah. get it. And then I think Apple is probably just like a, a thing of want. Yeah. Rather than actually fulfilling and customers. Yeah. So you were satisfied with that thing before you had yeah, it anyway. You, you don't even yeah. have it. You don't even know what it, it looks My like. But you hear people talking about it, so it satisfies you. Yeah. If you look, there's like 20% of the population that probably has Apple products. Yeah, right? that's right. So, and then Nando's is expensive, but again, for the clever blacks, it's the yeah. healthier option. That's to right. Take, to take out. So. Yeah, exactly. You don't mind spending hey. 150 rand on a quarter chicken and chips. Hey, hey, little patella, with, with no cool drink. Yeah. <laughs> 
Front, did you ever work on Tabernes? Uh, no, 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 no. It arrived. It's just in the same office, but. Yeah, no, no. It, it arrived as I was, as I was leaving. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to know why you're asking me that. Yeah, I felt me like too. that both of us crusted vibes could have been created by you. Ah, look, let me tell you I about mean, my, you guys there. Let me tell you about my capabilities, Savelo. I mean, I make different types of adverts. <laughs> I, I mean, I make a plethora of adverts. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the, I mean, the only variety I, I try to shy away from is the dancing variety. Oh. But I mean, every yeah. other kind, I'm in there, my man. If, uh, if you want me to make people do slam poetry, I'm there. On if it. you want me to feel a crust with progress, I'm on there. It. You know, yeah. <laughs> you want me to make Napster jump over some toys on the street, I'm there. <laughs> Shout out to Napster. What's going on, brother? Well, I Napster. Oh man. Okay, guys. I mean, that's, I think that <laughs> that sums up all the news we had today. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. That doesn't sum up all the news we had today. There is one more thing that happened just yesterday. So Telcom uh, announced the move right from DDB. Check us out, right? From DDB, turn this music off. Yes, from DDB to Wonderman, Demographica, and Retail Insight, right? That's what's up. That's that, that's what's going on out there right now. Um, so, so huge shout out to everybody that, that that's working, everybody at Telcom. Uh, huge shout out to everybody at Wonderman. Um, uh, for the for the account win. But yeah, I mean, I, there was there was a, a pitch process uh, that happened, and the guys and the guys have won. I mean, how do you how do you guys feel about it? Just 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 off the top. Well, well done to the winners. Yeah. Well the um, winners. Yeah. So you said their full name again. I know Wunderman. Wunderman and then Demographica hmm. uh, will be handling their their, di- uh-huh. their their digital stuff, I think. Uh-huh. And then uh, Retail Insight is going to be doing obviously the the retail side of the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean the 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 pitch itself was a little controversial at first. Very controversial. Uh, because of how many people that asked to come mm-hmm. onto the pitch. But I mean, I don't want to get into all that stuff. I don't want to get into all that stuff. If I could ask. Yeah. Why is it controversial if you want twenty people to pitch in your job? I just. As well, an well, well, you you tell me. You tell me as a production person. How, do you think it's controversial if I bring <laughs> if I bring twenty directors to pitch on one on one TV? Ad? So the thing have. is, a director can say yes or no. Right? What do you mean? You can, if you don't want to pitch, then you can say. I can say but but I, I, I'd like not to. No, no, agencies it's, can do the same thing. No, they can. So like, yeah. if you want seven people to, you haven't answered because, my question. Oh, sorry. Paul. How do I feel? Yeah. How do you um, feel about if I if I said I'm going to brief you and, and ten other production houses on one on one TV spot? I'd probably before I express myself, my producer would go, "Fuck that, we're not doing it." Yeah. And then it's you'd be like, "Okay, cool, fine." Yeah. I hear it, yeah. but sometimes Telcom's such a big client that if you want seven different opinions yeah. rather than the three stayed every day yeah. clients, then you throw it out because now look, Winderman and them are winning, and maybe they would never have got a chance to pitch if there's only. Three top agencies pitching. I don't know. Yeah. So I like to ask questions just to find is, out. Obviously, it is bullshit because it is quite it double edged. Money. Though. It is quite double edged. I think. Though, okay. Because, yeah. because a lot of the a lot of the smaller shops or the, a lot of the shops that are not uh, very established find it hard to make it on those pitch lists. And if, if the rule is that you only can have three people on a pitch list, then you know everyone just goes, okay, well, give me the established guys. Then it's always the established guys who, are, who, who get to the yeah, front of that true, queue. True. So so for that reason, I understand what you mean. But at the same time, you know, it just kind of feels like. It, you are, you are essentially building, building your, your strat, you're building your, your, your internal intention through, through this, this, this like, uh, uh, this gun, what shotgun approach. You know what I mean? Now you're gonna go, I'm gonna bring nine people in to make me figure out exactly what it is I wanna say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you don't, probably didn't even have a plan up front. Now you're going, 
but if I take a piece from this and I take, you know what I mean? And and with nine people, it just feels unfair to the process. I no, think. I hear you. Yeah. Look, I mean, you find that there's a there could be a disconnect way from the strategy side of the the, the telecom itself right. around how what their plan is. So let's yeah. bring everyone, hold them in a basket, yeah. and let's see what we come up and mix and match. Yeah. But also that could be troublesome after because then yeah. what informs your strategy that's right could have been could have come from nine different sources. That's now you signed up these two sources, then you're pushing them to be able to give you that. But also in turn, the other challenge is that, you know, you, and I'm not sure if this is the case, but from what I noticed, like agencies sign up a client. You start off with, you know, the first campaign, it, maybe it's a pickup from the initial, yeah. the previous agency, blah, 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 and it looks great and it starts to talk and then strategy changes. Yeah. And sometimes you find that at, at that point, what you signed up for, yeah, no longer exists. Right, as a client, but right. you're there. You're bound. You're in a contract. Yes. So, so, so it is a double edged sword because I've, you know, we've seen brands where you're yeah. like, wow, you were doing so well there, yeah. and now you've come out here, and what is this? Absolutely. What the hell is this? So, so I think you know, you, there is a bit of a, a balance that yeah. needs to be made. There. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, for, from our production perspective, I mean, if we have to pitch among with with, with in competition with nine others, yeah. there's an investment that goes in there. Yeah, I mean, it's not only just to say, okay, well, here's an idea. I mean, that intellectual property that gets developed one yeah but the time that we spend on it and everything else around a treatment and a pitch and a production plan on all those things was yeah pitch it, it has a cost to it you know so absolutely you, you'd rather absolutely. than uh you know fair your or have feel like if you're pitching against three you have a better chance of of, of the value of investment absolutely. because at least you know okay sharp i know i could possibly get this job yeah you know, even then with the others but if it's nine all the time then you know, I, but you you know, know the ones that are having coffee with the guys are the yeah. ones that <laughs> I'm, you know, hey, the, co- the coffee I conversation mean, I'm is that. So, yeah, two million rand budget. Right. Cool, fine. I get it. Nine people. But if you're pitching on like a three hundred million rand contract, yeah. I hear you. I hear you as well. I, do, it's I hear just that. Like, yeah. Cool. They may take my idea. They may not. No yeah. idea is original. Yeah. Also, you know, if I pitch against six other directors, yeah, it's more out of fear of the fact that these. A bigger divide of me getting the jobs and not yeah. getting the job. And you just gotta make a decision, fuck it, I'm gonna go for it or not. Yeah. Because we've gotten so comfortable and cocooned in this little industry. Do you think, do you think that's like, what it is? Do you think that's dude, what it is? Like we've got it, we've gotten entitled as well. Yeah, you know, we've like, gotten entitled like, yeah. no, there must only be three. The rule is yeah. there can only be three. Yeah. Like, I hear you. The only thing I hear is the pitch, the pitch fee. I get that because it costs money to bring people in and yeah. to put together um, a pitch. But we have to get and evolve to a new way of working. I'm a client and I'm paying you 10 million rand to shoot an ad yeah. and I want 10 fucking directors. I'm going to get 10 directors. I you can you. say no, but you've just stepped out of getting a 10 million rand account. You know what? That, that, that strangely makes a lot of sense. So, sadly, yeah. where we are going and with the way the market is going, we have to get accustomed to either smaller budgets or being prepared to do what the client wants. Obviously, yeah. I'm very anti-production housing agency at the yeah. moment, but it's, it's not to say that I we mustn't you. evolve and try because, to change. Because the opposite of that is so for someone to just something hand to something over, right? We want the budgets, guys. Yeah. Big budgets. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. But I think we all know that budgets are shrinking from pretty much every yeah, side. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a tough conversation mm. uh, from, from any direction. But I think that, you know, the, the opposite of that is also true. Like, cause then we also complain if the client just said, no, you know what, guys, I know who I want to go with. I want this one guy. No, why was there no pitch? You know what I mean? So, so like the, that, that whole thing is just a mess. It's just like, just like a, a mess of extremes. And the rules that have been made before we got here. Yeah. We work in these rules, but no one ever questions these That's rules. That's right. And who's 
winning from these rules. From the, Who's profiting from uh, these things always working the way they want? And then you come in, and then it's like, no, they're the new guys. They don't have the experience. They don't yeah. have the resource. They don't have... And Telcom just like, fuck that. Yeah. I want... I want these guys. Ten people to yeah. come in, and they will pitch. And I will look, and I'll go, shit, you know what? Grant's pitch wasn't that amazing, but I like Grant, and I like his vision. Yeah. I want to work with Grant, and exactly. I'll work with him, and I'll work with yeah. him. Yeah. Guys. Absolutely. And because, because you're absolutely right. We keep talking about how everything around us is changing, how, how, how we should be as malleable as everything that's yeah. happening around us. Yet we complain about every single form of this change. Every time the game morphs into something, we're like, ah, take us back. Yeah, take us back. I want we apartheid. Want I don't want digital. Yeah. I don't want film. Yeah. I don't want this. Exactly. Who are these young directors. Yeah. South Africa was better pre-94. Exactly. You know, so come on, guys. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's the same exactly thing. It's exactly the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, you know, sometimes ah, I think South Africa was better before pre It's exactly that. Anyway, guys, that, that, yeah, <laughs> this was a good time. Anyway, guys, but I want to get into this shit now. I want, I want you to guys tell me, guys, let's get into why you guys are here, right? So, so when uh, when Paul was here uh, the, the, all the time uh, ago uh, with Munaring, and they were, and they were yeah, <laughs> it feels like it was pre-94 as well. And they were here, and they, and they told us about the intentions and their vision and all that. At the time, they were them VA boys, right? Uh, they were Velocity Africa, um, and I think I mean if you if you anybody who has not been living under a rock knows that you know there, there's no such thing as, as Velocity anymore, right? Cool. So we've all moved on from there, but but then the guys have formed this thing called the Root Boy Collective. I mean, first of all, I I, I don't think the name is controversial at all. I just think I just think it, it kind of tells you how they how they plan on doing things. But I think I want to let them explain it to me, right? So. So, so Sabelo, yeah, let, let's start with you. Sure. Tell me about, tell me about the, the Root Boy Collective. What, what is, what is, let's start with what it is and how you arrived at this name. Look, we're, we, we are essentially a, a, a film and uh, branded content company. Okay. So we produce your branded commercials, TV commercials, top end TV commercials. That's right. Yeah. So we want to work with the best of creatives yeah. to be able to produce top end creatives from South Africa across the continent. Yeah. So we, our plan is to be an African brand that yeah. is able to produce great content for the African continent and yeah. all our clients there. So that's, that's our main thing, you know, and we, we want to be able to, to bring a, a certain level of, 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 of creativity, uh, innovation and disruptiveness in the, in the, in the industry itself. Right. You know, uh, by being able to look at, you know, you talk of, uh, uh lower budgets and yeah. those kind of things, you know, sometimes the budget is, is, is lower because it's the last TV ad was, yes. was, uh, was a much higher. However, yeah. it's not a low budget itself, you know, so you got to innovate around how you make things work and how you, you do things. So we want to look at things differently. And be able to innovate with every job in creating a seamless process of producing a TV commercial without always having the same set of tools all the time. Sure. You know, because sometimes in commercials, the tools are big, they're massive, they cost more. Yeah. So we want to be able to look at doing things differently, but also being able to deliver on high end. Yeah. Communicative commercial work. I think communicative is, yeah, is a man. key point for me. You know, because we want to really do something that that has impact on the market. Yeah, and be able to talk and give clients and agencies an opportunity to say, with these guys, we're able to film really good stories that tell our brand stories that are able to encapsulate the entire market. Absolutely, yeah. so, absolutely. So, from an un- uncultured perspective, yeah, uh, Root Boy <laughs> is a <laughs> is a five man team. Yeah, uh, I think. Still, you know, we came in the last time as VA and we were like, uh, black, 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 black. Yeah. And we're still the only 100% black owned production company. Oh, yeah. That shoots commercials probably 100% yeah. Yeah. in SA. Yeah. I think. And yeah. if I'm, if I'm firing shots, please call me out on WhatsApp uh, or Facebook. <laughs> so I think one, that's that, right? Um, at that then, level, yes. At yeah. that level. So 
with where we come from. So it's it's myself, it's Sabelo Maslango, it's Munering Makwetla, it's Kat Lindsay, and yeah. it's Robert Melpage. So the five Excellent. of us yeah. kind of left where we used to be. Yeah. We came together to run productions differently. We enjoy making high end commercials. We yeah. enjoy making low budget commercials. Yeah. We enjoy being on set and getting our hands dirty. That's right. We enjoy breaking the rules yeah. because we know what the rules are. Yeah. We enjoy just messing around and producing quality yeah. content. And sometimes, you know, we sit here and we talk about we want to do this and want to do this and it's so whatever else. End of the day is if you have a problem in terms of finding a creative solution for your visual output uh, or yeah. your stills, whatever, we want to be the guys that you call on to provide you the solution. Right. So don't sit and tell us what it is that you want. Say, guys, the problem is this. Yeah. In my stills, I'm struggling with this. My content. That's right. With That's this. right. So let's find a solution. Space, I only have 20 rand. Yeah. Then we will find a way to make that 20 rand work Boom. to make sure that your stills, your content, and your TVC is taken care of. What that allows you is a peace of mind to talk with one producer. Uh, one creative head in terms of, you know, Rob and Anthony are photographers. We also have Michael Matthews in Cape Town, oh, who's just finishing a short film at the moment. Yeah. So we have four creative minds that work on every single project. Excellent. So we will sort out your problem. We'll come back to you and we'll go, cool. This yeah. is the way we feel you can treat it. The day that we're shooting a commercial, I may be directing. Rob may be managing the 50 day stills. Anthony may be managing your street um, essence and understanding the youth. And then Michael may manage something else. So we want to be able to give you that rather oh, than that's, that's you talk tough. to seven different production companies about yeah. this and about that. And then we also just don't want you to phone us and go, please send us your BE certificate. So <laughs> you know we can work with you. <laughs> oh, that we, conversation. We are as BE certificate. That's, but that's also, dope. Just to stop what one post saying, you know, we, we've, we've come up with this term of visual content management, you know, yeah. where we want to funnel all of this so your commercial your branded content on your stills campaign because we find that in general you see a commercial you see the content online and then you see the outdoor billboards in print yeah and there's a slight disconnect if not a complete disconnect right and you feel like well the campaign got me there but, but it yeah, loses me yeah. there because everything is an afterthought of something so we started on digital then we went oh, okay we, yes, oh, we yes, can get a bit yes. more money let's go on tv but now all and of now these breed new ideas you know? yeah so we want to be able to say let them breed one idea we can bring it together we can do the stills we can do the visuals uh for the tv commercial yeah. and the branded content itself and be able to get give you a Campaign that ties up visually. That's dope. And the rest and how you communicate it obviously is, is up to the agency That's and all that. Absolutely but dope. We want to be able to support you in that way. And I mean, stills, video, film. Yeah. It's this is like what we that. love doing. I like that because yeah. it goes back to this thing about us, you know, kind of knowing how malleable we all need to be and how we all need to morph with whatever the time is becoming. So that's yeah. great. I mean, you talk about the fact that, you know, you said, you mentioned Kat Lindsay, uh, Rob Melpage. Now, 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 yeah. So, so what happens is, tell me about, tell me about what. <laughs> So tell me about what happens when, um, like when you're choosing, when you're choosing people to, to, to kind of work with, right? So like you come out, like I said, I spoke about the, the velocity thing and how there's a whole bunch of people who obviously like just started going splintering into a whole bunch of, how easy or difficult was it to choose to work with these, with these people? Um, it, it's probably the easiest decision we've had to make. I think we had a lot of, other discussions. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I, I, because of, I, I know, I know you guys, you know, like, yeah. MVA boys, we're going to, yeah, you know, for us, it was like, I think it was a long time coming that we had to go on our own and do this thing. Yeah. And then we've been speaking to a lot of people. And one thing I am averse to is we can, sp- if I insult anyone, I'm sorry. Yeah. But we, we speak and we say things, but your intentions when I look at you aren't what you're saying. Right. So with Cat and Rob, it was a sit down, it was a conversation. 
their intentions are as yeah. clear as can be. Yeah. Yes, they want to make money. Yes, they want to shoot great content. Yeah. But above all else, they are so focused on development and building that is inside out. And for me, as I said the last time we're here, it's all about developing and building talent and getting That's more right. people on That's board right. who haven't been able to before. If you think about it, Rob was with the guys on Yizo Yizo. And yes, yes, that, yes, yes. He's kind of just kept on developing and mm. bringing more people on board. And he's got this knack of finding guys who aren't in the industry. Yeah. He brings them in. And within like a year, the guy's an editor, the guy's a researcher, the guy can shoot by himself. So they were, they had the clearest and purest intentions. And I think uh, if you go purely from where we're trying to go and what we're trying to do, they were the best people for us to partner with. Yeah. Um, and I think we have a bright future ahead. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was less money and more about what we want to build. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That now, sounds yeah. good. Because uh, I mean, another side of the Root Collective, you know, it, it, it takes on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the club, guys. I've got, I've got the equipment here for the really clubs, sure. guys. You know, it takes on everyone's creative vision. Yeah. And, and, and wants to put it together. The, the amazing thing about the collective, all of us, is, is that, and uh, maybe let me separate myself. These, yeah. the guys are pure, pure filmmakers. I mean, yeah. if you look at all of them, their careers are in the film industry. In yeah. Film force, you know, so it's quite interesting, Rob, with series, you know, mirroring with, uh, some of the films that he's done and live yeah. eventing. Toller's gone over overseas and worked for a couple of years there, yeah. producing commercials and also the other content. I mean, things like Pio Manati, you worked on. That's right. So you look at the diversity that one is following and going, whoa, you yeah. know, this is great. So the, from a vision perspective, we had a really, we shared the same vision. Excellent. And that's the strategy came through for, for, for the Root Boy Collective. Yeah. And we, we were kind of formed, you know, we, we didn't realize it, but I think we all spent a good two, three years in one office, yeah. in one floor as the only two Oh really? Functioning yeah. productions yeah. in the yeah. office. Yeah. So you can imagine now having to like slowly just feel yourself with no pressure, with no looking forward to this, not thinking that we are partners in yeah, any way. Yeah. And then it really just gels in, you know. And then you pull it in and you say, guys, let's do this. And it starts to make sense. Well, they pulled in and said, let's do this. And then, you know, they wanted a runner, so they yeah. called me. Ah, <laughs> 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 He does that. He, he does, does that. He does he things does. like that. I know him. He does that. They wanted a run. So talk to me guys about, and then, you know, Anthony Pila. Where, where do you guys bump into Anthony Pila and convince him to come in and, and root boy with you guys? Where Anthony was cool. Instagram. Bankari nepe. Who not, guys? That's what I want to know. Lemungakai. Yeah, look, I mean, you, you kind of look around and you see. Shout out Anthony Pila. What's going on, brother? Word, word, word. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's constant, constant search for, for, for talent. Yeah. Um, constant search for creativity. Um, and, you know, he, when you look at some of the things he's doing on his own out mm. there, you know, um, it, it's quite interesting and, and, and quite opportunistic in its, in its creative approach. You yeah. Know? So I think, you know, that was the main attraction really, you know, so yeah. that, you know, and then we find out after that he's also a nice guy. So yeah, uh, which does help, yeah. which, yeah. which yeah. generally yeah. helps, generally helps. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being at flank, flank fish or exactly. something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, not the ads, right? No, 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 okay, no, no, no. Okay, no. thank you, thank no, you, Grant. Uh, being, so, being a flying fish is a, is a is a figure of speech. Oh, I didn't know it. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. no. So I thought you were making reference yeah, again. Here on Gman the Edman, we constantly make things. things. Yeah, <laughs> but man, Gman the Edman is 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 slowly becoming the encyclopedia of South African advertising, but not Britannica. <laughs> I just try to Google this production house for flying fish, and I can't find it. <laughs> Yes, I cannot you. find it. You know, for me, the thing I like about Anthony, uh, having just recently met him, is that he is—he doesn't have the restrictions and the walls of what must be done and how it must be done. Right. Anthony is 
can be a one-man team. Dope. He will not sleep, and mm. he'll give you a product that looks like it was produced by a production company. Right. He's done it by himself. So sure. All, all, all we're doing with Anthony is basically just supplying him with the resources and finding him bigger kind of clients and projects that he can work on to start directing on a bigger basis. Right, 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 right. It's content, but it's less content and it's more you get four directors on every job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're around, we will brainstorm together. We'll make sure that it works. So Anthony seemed like the right fit and he made he makes us young. Right. I think he's yeah, he's the only guy that would yeah. be in the NC Youth League. Yeah, sometimes sometimes guys you need someone around you yes. to to just, you know, help, help, guys. help you with youth. <laughs> We're not sure if Munareng's not here because of Anthony or other reasons. Oh, he was being helped with youth. <laughs> Shout out Munareng. You will learn, boy, boy. You will learn. Anyway, my chance is, it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. Like I said, every, every week it amazes me how quickly these hours fly by because, because of the hangout, you know, like I, I love, I love how these, these turn into these big, bigger conversations about the game, but most importantly, how it's, it's actually about, about the people who sit in front of me and, and, and how, and how you guys are changing the game as well. So, so tell me what you guys, Two final things Same where you guys are, are based at And where people can find you Right And But before that In fact no wait Before that I want, you, I, want you, I want you guys to tell me Like if you can sum up Right In a nutshell What it is that you think I mean before You told me about You want to go to You want, you want to plan on opening offices Pretty much around the world Right What is What is the immediate plan What's the immediate Say two year plan Or one year plan uh, for, for For the Rupert Collective uh, uh, in, in, in kind of In its place in the game um, A piece of advice We received was Stay small, stay humble. Yeah. Produce amazing work. Yeah. Try win some awards. And we'll just keep it to the team that it is now. That's right. Produce some good work. Build a nice office. Build a nice culture. That's right. That's right. Where people can come, develop. And, you know, we we don't want to hold on to people like previous shops have. Yeah. Want to develop talent and then they can go and go do their own thing. That's beautiful. Essentially, for me, that's what we want to do. And then, yeah, just start running the. Yeah. African continent. And yeah, also, we're very big on 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 collaborating, you know. Yeah, with, with various artists out there who want to work on their own, um, but you know, need sometimes to be able to partner up with a team that is there to produce any type of work, visual, creative work that yeah. they want to do. So we also want to be able to, in that small scale approach, yeah. be able to bring in these collaborators, you know, various artists out there, and say, hey, we can make things happen, you know. Yeah. So that's that's another thing: partnership with creatives all across the board. So next steps are South Africa office. Yeah. Um that's already running. We're yeah. based in Bagari, rootboy.co.za. Our website is up there. You can see all the work and yeah. let us know what you want to do. Um yeah, in the next year or so or a few months or so we're looking um at setting up an office in East Africa, mainly Kenya. Um I think that'll be a good starting point for us to be able to feed out there. Luckily, you know, we've worked there, I've traveled there, bit on work and post travel there and bit on work. So that's that's the that's the plan really. Cool, done, that's it. Everyone, we're out of here. We use up all the time today. It's your boy, G-Man, the ad man. Good to have you guys in the studio. Uh, hopefully, I, I, I can't wait to work with you guys going forward. I think, I think you guys are, I can only, only release those things from now on. It's your boy, G-Man, the ad man. Take care of each other. Take care of those briefs and take care of yourselves. And like I say every week, if the show is on a Friday, we'd be having a tequila. Boom! You have to have more black people in the Asians. We tend to apologize for this or be a bit apologetic about how we say it. And and it's 22 years down the line. So, fuck that. G-Man, the bad man. Fuck that. (laughs) Want to hear more? Get the podcast on cliffcentral.com. If you're in a South African advertising agency, your third bottom line has undeniably got to be the development of black talent and the transformation of your agency. Maybe we're spending a little bit too much money on awards and not enough money on training and transformation. <laughs>
Want to hear more? Get the podcast at cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.